The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. Hello, everybody. I am so excited about the program, the opportunity that I'm going to introduce to all of you today. The program today is called Mediumship for the Masses. It's a win-win program that our guest Sally Hawk is going to tell you all about, and I'm excited to dive into that. But first, I also am excited to tell you I'm going to England to teach my personal Mediumship Plus class. We just announced it publicly yesterday, and the response has been phenomenal. I was a little bit concerned because I already booked the the venue where we're going to be holding this in downtown London and really just trusted spirit when they said, don't worry, you will have a good response. And it's been phenomenal. I just have the most beautiful community, as we say, across the pond, which is not just the UK, but throughout Europe. And I hope that any of you who follow my work, when you hear about this, know that I welcome you to join me in London, October 14th and 15th for a class that people say is transformational. Details about that can be found right on my homepage at SuzanneGiesman.com. Just scroll down a little to the featured events and click that thumbnail. All right, so that's my my little announcement at the beginning. But now back to what am I talking about? Mediumship for the masses. Let me bring in my guest, Sally Hawk, to tell you all about it. Hi, Sally, and welcome to the show. Well, so Sally, let's see, where do we begin? You have a brand new program, and I say you because you really are the 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 birthing mother of this program. I mean, you know, the brainchild. It was it was, I want to say the inspiration, but I know you'll give credit to Spirit Absolutely. for a program that truly is out to bring mediumship to anybody in the world. And so, why don't you just tell us about it from where, wherever you want to start? Sure, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, So the platform slash community is called Very Soul. um, And Very Soul is a um, was designed to bring mediums um, to a place where they could practice with other mediums, 
um, to help them improve their skills and to help um, clients find mediums that they could trust and that they knew had the skills that they needed to have a good mediumship session. Um, I think you know, Suzanne, that the um, the idea for Very Soul didn't come from me. Um, it actually came when I uh, was starting my mediumship journey, about a year into my mediumship journey, and um, it came to me in an inspired way. And um, I'm very pleased with that and very grateful for that um, help. Well, I, I want to know what that inspired way was. You know, that's what everybody wants to know. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was about a year into my mediumship journey and I was doing some very um, deep work, uh, deep blending work. You know, the kind of classes I'm talking about where we're learning to really get ourselves out of the way. And um, I was in a class uh, doing that. And what started to happen was at night when I was trying to fall asleep, I felt like I was being handed engineering packets and it was packets of information and I could not go to sleep until I would get up and write that all down. I know that um, feeling. <laughs> I, I knew you would. Yeah. Um, and I, at first I didn't know what it was because it was coming in bits and pieces. It wasn't all coming in order. Um, but that happened for a number of nights in a row. And I kept writing it down and write it down. Then I'd go back to sleep and forget about it. Um, and when I started to discern what was being asked of me, um, to build a platform that would help fill the gaps in the mediumship world. Um, you know, at first I thought, well, that's crazy. Why would they ask me to do that? Oh, it's so obvious with your background, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, the second thought I had was, wait, I just retired. Like, I'm retired. I, I don't want to be in business. <laughs> and uh, so... I started talking with some of my mediumship friends, um, in particular, one of my great friends, Sarah Deverell, who I know you know. Yes, um, I'm going to get to meet her on my Alaska cruise in October and in my London class. So I'm excited. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we just started discussing what it was that they were asking for and started sharing that with some other people. And everybody agreed. It just made so much sense. If I and, could interrupt. I, uh, yeah. For those of you who have not studied mediumship, I've taught literally thousands of students now. And the biggest challenge is, how do I get to practice? I've, I've practiced with my friends, but I'm not really ready to start giving readings yet, but I need to get that experience under my belt. So that was the gap you're talking yeah, about. Exactly, exactly. And in particular, I had just gone through a mentorship with uh, a teacher named Kim Griffin and Kim, <laughs> I wasn't doing so well in one of my classes or one of my one-on-ones with her. And uh, she said to me, Sally, you need to stop doing so many practices. You need to get out of so many circles. You need to just go out and start working with clients. And I thought, okay, well, that's easier said than done. How's yes. that going to happen? How am I going to find those clients? Am I even ready to be with those clients? Um, and yeah, it is a whole different ballgame when you're with other students who are so supportive and they're always going to be pleasant and they know exactly what to expect versus a client who might be skeptical, who comes with different backgrounds. It's a whole different ballgame. Well, plus the, you know, the, the feeling that we all have as mediums, we don't want to let anyone down. Yep. We want to do a good job. Um, so I also had that to contend with. Um, but the culmination of those perspectives of what the gaps were in the mediumship world and the inspiration um, and then sharing it with friends who pointed out well sally you have the background to do this like this does make sense 
given what you've done in the corporate world, um, it became completely apparent, like I think it did to you at one point in, in your mediumship life, that I just had to do it. Yeah, it, it was your new mission. It's like the spirit world said, yeah, you think you're retired, but we have plans for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I started to realize that it's really for me just a different way of being a medium um, because I continue to get guidance throughout this work. Um, it's just it, instead of translating it to a client experience, I'm translating it to a platform that facilitates lots of client experiences and lots of practices. So we're going to really dive into what this platform is like, how it's good, not just for practicing mediums, but for anybody in the world who's never had a reading or has had readings and wants readings. It's a win-win for both mediums and the clients. And we'll tell you why. You're, it's just, this is the greatest gift I can imagine. And I can't gush enough about it. But I'm just curious. So many times when I get downloads, like you're describing, I don't even know who it is giving it to me. I put it in quotes because it's all source expressing through various beings and it could be angels or guides or loved ones. Did you ever determine that or like me, did it not even matter? You know, at, at the the first downloads did not even matter. It was just so clear and the information was so well constructed and the details were amazing. I mean, there were details in those instructions like when you do this, it needs to be, you need to use a random number generator to make sure that we can influence that choice. Um, things like that. So I, yeah, I stopped uh, even worrying about who it was coming from. Now, since then, when I am doing the work of, you know, trying to solve different problems and when I ask for help, sometimes I have an inkling who that's coming from based on how it's coming to me, the analogies that are being shown to me. Nice. Um, so, for instance, I, there was a man that I used to work for at a bank, a very senior man who who completely changed the way banking was done in, in making them into storefronts instead of the old fashioned banks. Mm -hmm. um, he is constantly in my head saying, Sally, you know how to do this. Oh, I got goosebumps with that. Yeah. You know how to do this. Wow. Yeah. So just briefly, what is your background and, and, and it makes you so perfect for this? Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's interesting. There's so many little parts and pieces that it's, it's kind of strange how it's all come together. But I started as an actuary. And uh, for those of you who don't know what an actuary is, I'm a mathematician who forecasts when people are going to die for insurance companies and for pension plans and things like that. So that was kind of one angle of understanding that pathway. Um, that translated for me into a lot of work in doing engineering. Um, and in particular, I'm heavily trained in doing what's called Six Sigma engineering. That's when the process or a company or something is broken. Oh, um, yeah. You analyze it in a certain way to try to get to the root cause of the problem so that you're not just solving a surface level, that you're actually designing. To Which is what you've done. You have designed a program and a platform that has never been done before. This is what has been so intriguing for me. And you have done it so thoroughly, looking at every angle, how it could fail and how to make sure it's successful. You thought ahead all, about all contingencies. I'm just blown away by the thoroughness. And that background right there makes it clear why, but there's more. So I'm sorry to well, interrupt you. There's, there's, there's a little bit more about root cause I want to come back to, root cause analysis. But um, it's partially because of that work, but it's also because there's constant, I'm getting constant messages about watch out for this, watch out for that. Um, 
then I went on to lead large global operations and then large global businesses in the banking world where I was dealing with, you know, billions of dollars of, of um, you know, risks that had to be managed well and managed daily. Uh, so that gave me skills to manage large groups of people. So I had, you know, 15, 20,000 people reporting to me around the world, working with different cultures um, and just being able to navigate a lot, a lot of complexity. Well, you sure have done. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say what I didn't know at the time was it also ended up giving me a great network of people I could tap into for this work. Oh, wow. Yeah. Across the veil and here, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, because you have brought in attorneys and business experts and technology because you're using all new technology yes. for this. I don't know how much we want to dive into that, but it's really not just a matter of so many of us, you know, we want to hang out a shingle as a medium and we just build a little website. Yeah. You have not just built a little website. Tell us about what you've put together here and, and the technology, just a brief overview so people understand what is available through this site. Okay, so what, what Verisol does is that allows mediums to come and practice with other mediums. Could I stop you a second before you do that? Okay, what went into it is the question, but why Verisol? Why is that the name? Oh, why the name Verisol? Oh, you know, that's interesting because the name did not come in the download. That, that is one thing that actually we spent um, probably two months trying to pick the best name. What did come in the download, though, was the guardrails. Things like, um, you know, don't build any barriers, um, remain agnostic in the approach, make this as welcoming to everyone as possible, um, and trying to keep it very mainstream so that people wouldn't be afraid of what this was. Uh, yeah. We want people to understand mediums are normal people. And we are doing it for heartfelt reasons. We do what we do for heartfelt reasons. And we wanted the name to encapsulate that in a way that was not off-putting to anyone. And so it just took a while to find that right balance. Um, found it magically one night after I stopped trying. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it touches your very soul. That's what, that's what it says to me. <laughs> it could be different things to different people. So what went into putting this together? It's not just throwing together a website that says we'll match you up. Yeah, there's a lot of mechanics to it. So um, it's helping mediums practice with other mediums in very efficient ways. So what a lot of people wouldn't know is typically how a medium will get practices is that it will either go to a class and they'll depend on the, any practices that happen in those classes, or they'll just go out on Facebook and try to find somebody to practice with. It's just a very inefficient process. So we streamlined all that to have a good calendaring system, to make sure that nobody has to deal with the Zoom links, nobody has to deal with the, the time changes. Um, you know, things that honestly, the rest of the world, other industries had 10, 20 years ago, but the mediumship world did not have this. Um, we had to structure that in a way though that worked specifically for the way mediums work because some mediums have full-time jobs that are not mediumship some mediums you know do this full-time some you know they, there's just all sorts of different variations of how mediums work so we had to really make it flexible to be able to uh, work for everybody um we and also I, I just want to interrupt right here because i have i know a lot of my students will be watching this and saying what how did I not know about this? And because you've been at this for how long now? Oh, well over a year. Yeah, about a year and a half. A year and a half. And we haven't announced it because you wanted to make sure it was running smoothly. Everything worked just right. And I wouldn't didn't want to announce it. Didn't want to have 
you on my show until I trusted that you've met your goal and you're ready to fly now. And what I love is there are no fees for mediums. This is all about let's make help you be the best medium you can because the world needs you. And then when clients come to the site, they get a good reading which is never guaranteed, but we'll talk about what happens if they don't. But meanwhile, yeah. what went into this? We're still on that topic. Yeah, so so part of it was getting the mediums to practice with each other, but then we recognized that they needed the opportunity to have first clients as well. So we created a program for that where we have friends and family of mediums who who are sitters. Uh, you know, we don't call them, so we we'll call them a starter client, starter client volunteer. Starter clients. I, I remember you reaching out to me because I'm one of your advisors saying yeah. we're trying to come up with terms for these people, you know, and starter clients is a great. great yeah. Term. And so in the starter client program, a medium can try their skills on a client for the first time and feel safe doing it. They're not going to hurt anyone. They're not, you know. They don't have to feel like their reputation will be ruined or anything like that. They have a safe environment to learn to work with the diversity of, of clients. And the where do you get these starter clients? So from the mediums, the mediums refer friends and families, um, you know, their family members to be able to be starter client volunteers. So that's done kind of in the back door. You, you don't just sign up in the front. No, no, no. Yeah, How no, many would you say you still have that ongoing, right? That's still part of the training. Absolutely. I think we have 600 starter clients right now. Yeah. And um, Isn't that great. Yeah. And every time a new, the new medium signs up, we get more. So and it's awesome for the client, for the starter clients as well, because they get a lot of amazing readings. You know, I, so I hear all the people listen. I can always hear a lot of the thoughts that are in the field. And right now people are like, I'll be a starter client, Sign me up, you know, but it's, it doesn't work like that yet. Right. It's so, not for everybody. Yeah. So what I love is you have a tiered training process. You come in as a brand new medium, you know, you can do this, but you don't have the practice to, to say I'm a professional yet. So you start out at the lowest tier, right? Doing readings for each other. There's no fee. Yeah. Nobody gets paid. Then you move up to starter clients, which is what we call a safe environment, right? Because yeah, right. they're going to be supportive. They know the medium is new and they know their loved one's okay. So if you don't connect with them, okay, I'll try, you know, I'll have another medium reading. So keep going. Um, and, and part of what I didn't say in those first two tiers is every re every session that's done, every time there's a feedback loop. So there's a formal survey that's done at, that the medium gets, and it helps them learn and grow, um, helps them calibrate. Okay, it felt great to me, but it didn't make sense to the, to the, to the client or to my partner. Um, through that feedback, we can see when a medium appears to be ready for the next stage. That's so after... Good. So and, and would the number of readings vary with each medium then? Yeah. Yeah. Some mediums come in and they are over skilled for the level that they think they're at. And some mediums, it's the opposite. Okay. You know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what you would expect. And it's probably an eye opener for both of them, both categories. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. I, I will tell you that more often than not, I'm, I'm, you know, urging mediums along and, and telling them it, it sure looks like you're ready to move into the starter client program, you know, and they're a little nervous about doing that. So um, do the mediums and a reviewer both see the surveys? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
That's so, so helpful. This is just amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's, what's interesting about the surveys before we go on to the rest of the tiers um, is that at first having surveys was actually a deterrent for mediums to join. There were a lot of mediums who were like, wait, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to, you know. Well, see, that's so good because we have to face those human side that says, I, I don't want to know, but if you're not willing to hear how you're doing, then you're not quite ready yet. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was because they, I think it was just, it was unusual. It was different. It wasn't, it wasn't like anyone was trying to um, circumvent the surveys or anything like that. It was just different and people yeah. had to get used to that environment. But yeah. I'll tell you what, like once, once they're in the door and they do a few and they get those surveys, it actually becomes a little addictive. You know, that they, they love getting those surveys now. They love the feedback, both the positive and the negative. Because That's good. That's good. We, and you learn to not take it personally and you just say, yeah. okay, so why did they perceive it that way? And then you grow. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then the next tier is the outreach tier. So once the once they've uh, successfully done the starter client program, they can move into doing some donated sessions with clients who come from the general public. That is so cool. And the exchange is with those clients is we tell them these are up and coming mediums who may still be in training, um, but we see that they have strong skills and we see that they regularly people can recognize their person on the other side through these mediumship readings. Now, um, this is where you're able to give one free reading to the general public through the right. outreach program, right? Exactly. Is it one a year or, and, you, and your software uh, uh, does not allow people to sneak in and have me readings all over the place. It's like anybody listening now can have a free reading with very sold mediums and they're kind of new, but they've already been through these other tiers. You trust them, right? They're really good. They're just blowing people's socks off, really. Yeah, blowing people's socks off. I love it. So your outreach program helps them now know that these aren't just friends and family. These are people in real need of a reading. Yes. I really want it. Go ahead. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm just excited. Yeah. I'm glad in a way. That's okay. Um, yeah. So they they come in and they can have their one free reading, and it's typically a 45 to 60 minute experience. And the purpose of that is to make sure that everyone has access. That you know, e even if you can't afford to pay, or if you don't know where to go to find a medium you can trust, yeah. um, you can find them at Very Soul. And that doesn't mean that every single reading goes perfectly. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is these are authentic mediums who have real skills and they may or may not always be exactly the best instrument for that communication, but you know, 80% of the time they are. And that's pretty high. That's really awesome. And if they're not, if they just have an off day, if they have an off day, they, the medium will typically ask us to offer that client another session. It's win-win it's all yeah. around. Yeah. So exactly. in the outreach program, do they do surveys as well? They do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the next level is mediums can graduate to um, getting paid for their work. And uh, when they do that, they can um, either take the pay before the session or the pay after the session, whichever they're more comfortable with. Um, they get to charge what they want. And 100% of that compensation goes to them which is yeah. really important. Because it's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, this, this, you are not a, a nonprofit organization and yet it's not about profit. So, 
What we are a public benefit corporation and that allows us to put mission first. And the mission is to get these experiences to a million people around the world and to help the mediums have the kind of community that they want to have that reflects their values in getting there. So um, it's a pretty amazing um, community that's developing and the energy is high and you know, the positivity is high. And, you know, even when something goes wrong, because not, you know, the technology isn't perfect. Sometimes things go wrong and there's things that we're still working on tweaking. Um, but in general, we're accomplishing the mission, which is and, very exciting. And what's really cool is you allow people who come to the website to schedule right through the very sole platform with the mediums. So they don't have, it's not just, here's the bio of the medium, now go find their website and negotiate with them. It's all just one stop mediumship, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, it, and it's really important, and I wanna make sure to say this, the, the mediums are not paying to be on this website. Oh, that is hugely important. Yeah, I know there are some websites where you can go to find a trusted medium, but um, and those people have paid to be on it. That really surprised me when I saw it. Not all of them, and we're not going to name names, but I can guarantee you with very soul, this is the, the actual process and it has nothing to do with money. This is coming from the very soul of Sally, its founder and inspiration and all of the mediums involved. And all of the people who are helping with it, because there's so many, so many people, volunteers, workers, mediums, teachers, just so many people. And so you said you have 600 friends and family doing the, the um, what do you call that tier? The starter, client, starter, starter client. clients. How many mediums in not yet professional mediums are working their way up right now? Not, oh, not yet, uh, not yet professional. Um, we have almost a thousand mediums in total on the platform. Um, and I think we have a hundred and 50 in the starter client program and about uh, 40 in the tier above that. Yeah. How do you accept new mediums into the program? New students, uh, baby mediums is what I call them. <laughs> um, well, we, we ask everyone to have the skill to at least be able to make a purposeful connection. Yeah. Um, once they have that skill, a, a verifiable purposeful connection. Once they have that skill, then we welcome them into practices. And then we can quickly see through the practice results, through the surveys, um, you know, how they're progressing, if they're progressing. Every once in a while, if somebody sneaks in that shouldn't be there, then, you know, we have a conversation and we help them. And you, you help know? them. Yeah. Um, it's just so from the heart. So I believe you have you re those mediums that have risen through the ranks to now being professional mediums and charging. And I looked online and the, I was so pleased to see that the, the prices are very affordable. Uh, one thing that I teach and I learned from a gentleman named George Cow is when you set your price, there are two parameters. It's uh, with compassion for your client and enoughness for you. Yeah. And that's what I see when I look at the prices on there. It's not overpriced for that's the compassion part for people that that need a reading. And then how much do you actually need? Because mediums have expenses. Absolutely. So enoughness. Uh, it, did you go through with, I believe, in the early days when I was um, watching you grow, that the mediums who are professionals still have to donate a reading every now and then? Yes. The, the yeah. professional mediums who take pay need to donate two, two or three readings a month. 
Oh, that's so good. Honestly, yeah. a lot of them donate a lot more than that. So, so when you come in, um, you know, to the outreach pool, to the, to the donated sessions, there's a chance that you could potentially get a rating from a professional media that, one. That's but, what I remembered because you, you, you may not necessarily get a, a medium in training. You may get one of those who are now pro, but they're doing their two readings a month. And, but that's the thing, the outreach program, you can't choose the medium, right? You don't choose the medium. And I actually, um, I've watched some, uh, a few clients who have come to me who, who tried to manipulate that, you know, they yeah. heard so-and-so had a great reading with this medium. And so okay. they, you know, tried to find a way to get assigned to that medium and then it didn't work. You know, they, they got themselves assigned, um, but the session wasn't as strong as what they wanted. Oh, interesting. And I just encourage them, let those choices be made the way they're intended to be made. That's right. I mean, spirit really plays with us sometimes to say, you know, don't mess with the system, the big system, right? Yeah, I mean, wow. we're all different instruments. You know, you don't you don't want the trombone to play Beethoven's fifth. Fifth, you want the piano, right? So we don't know which instrument they want. They know which instrument they want. So you've been going for a year and a half, and, and I was surprised there aren't really that many on the four pay pages yet. Maybe six, half a dozen or so. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in the process of bringing on more. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you, know, you can see that funnel, right? You have yeah. a thousand baby mediums working their way up. And Suzanne, they're moving faster than I can make the technology move. That's the... <laughs> Trying to keep up with the mediums and their progress has actually been our biggest challenge. I'll bet because with all the mediums and, and the the readings for friends and family, you have to review the surveys and make sure that they're doing well. Yeah. Well, and even, even just, you know, there's some just small technical things, making sure we could take payments, you know, things like that. You know, so, um, it was just just sometimes it's just purely technical stuff where we're running as fast as we can to get it all done. But I, I've been so honored that each step of the way, well, not at each step, there are thousands of steps, but some of the major points you've reached out to me for my input. And for example, here you have your code of ethics. I mean, ethics and integrity is so important in mediumship. We want people to have a good experience anytime you have a reading. And if you go to a platform like Very Soul on the internet, how do you know that you're getting something you can trust? And look at this, a code of ethics. How how do your mediums who are working with you, do, do they just, uh, is there a check in the block? I agree to this. How do you know they've read it and it's really coming from their heart? Well, there's a couple of things. One, they are all asked to read it a couple of times in signing up the platform. Um, but we see the indicators around those things in the surveys as well. So uh, we're not just looking for mediums who can technically do the work, um, because we know that is one of the important things, right? You have to have the skill to be able to bring the evidence through and to bring the messages through. But we need more than that. We need to make sure that people really are operating from an ethical standpoint and not trying to create um, an unhealthy following or trying to, um, I don't know, make it, make clients dependent on them in any way or th things like that. Or it's not all about the money, et cetera, et cetera. If I could just look, as I just glanced down at this, 
your code of ethics starts with authenticity, compassion, trust, devotion, keeping an open and inclusive heart, serving with integrity and humility, embracing the importance of evidence. I love this. You know, I'm all about the evidence. Do no harm. That's Suzanne Giesman's rule number one when I teach. Welcome the gift of feedback. Anybody tuning into this for the first time may, might think this is too good to be true. And it's one of those cases where it's not, not too good to be true. And I give you and everybody who is part of this so much credit and it's just spirit led, isn't it? Completely, completely. And, and, and it's a reflection too, Suzanne, of what I discovered when I came to the mediumship world. So I met so many, and I know you did too, you, you meet so many hundreds of mediums around the world who are compassionate and thoughtful and kind and caring and in this work for the right reasons. And they're hidden in the back corners, you know, they're hidden all over the world. Um, very rarely, and this was actually surprising for me coming from a corporate environment, very rarely do you come across a medium who isn't doing it for the right reasons, at least not in the classes in the circles that I was running in. And that that's reflected in this community. Well, in the Navy, we used to call it command climate, Sally. You could step aboard a ship and you would you could tell what kind of commanding officer they had by the feel and the feel of the ship and the way the crew was and you and your founders have created a command climate that reflects what you are. So I just, my hat is off to you well, in that you. regard. Yeah. yeah. And then we have, you had on the website, or I don't know if it's on the website. It's something you sent to me, what clients are saying. So in surveys returned by clients on a score of like stars, five stars, one star, yeah. like on Google, right? You know, scheduling my session was easy. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Almost all five stars, 4.96. Now these, these may be statistics a little out of date, you said, but they're still reflective of truth. Uh, most importantly, I recognize the spirits who came through in my session, 4.5. Yeah. That's outstanding. That's the test of a good reading was, did you leave and say that was my loved one, right? Would you recommend this medium to others? 4.69. This session was useful to me. 4.6. All, all the grades are right up there. Yeah. And, yeah. and one of the things that's really important about that, Suzanne, is, you know, the way the inspiration, the way spirit asked me to um, approach this was they talked about use the potential, use the potential. And so those scores are reflective of how much potential was actually getting wasted um, because mediumship students were spending so much time with other mediums, giving mediums practice readings when they could have been out sharing those skills with clients earlier. 
Um, it's just an awkward thing to make that transition when you're on your own. And so enabling that has helped bring the power of that and the potential of that to much greater use. And I think that's a really important part of, of you know, what, what they wanted. Yeah. So what is your, what's your next step or steps? What are your next steps? Where you, what, what's next? Yeah. So um, we are right now, uh, as we've been bringing this platform up, this uh, piece of technology, we've been side by side developing a brand new one that's even more streamlined, that is even more um, slick in terms of its capabilities, including that mediums will be able to manage it from an app so that they have more on the go access to their schedule and the things that they need. Um, it will, will that be transparent to users, to people that want a reading? Are you going to transfer the same URL over? Uh, yeah, it will. The, the, the clients won't need to make a switch. Okay. Yeah, the clients won't need to make a switch. The mediums will need to make a switch, but, but we'll make that easy for them. Um, but it'll allow for a lot more customization. So, you know, just little things like sometimes a medium wants to have five days notice before reading. Another medium might only want two hours notice before reading. We need to be able to build in more customization like that because what we literally want to do is we want to take all the administrative work out of the process. Mm. Um, and we want to really um, shape this around them. So that new system is partially up and running and that will be completed in the next few months. Um, and then I have it on good advice from spirit, uh, <laughs> but we will quickly shift from about a thousand mediums. Um, I'm expecting that by year end, we'll be at 10,000 mediums worldwide. Oh, I got my lip twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by for that. <laughs> um, we yeah. are going to be building this summer in different languages. So we currently support different languages, um, in terms of mediumships who can, or mediums who can. Uh, operate in English and German and Spanish, we, we offer those sessions, um, but our website is still all in English and we need to get that translated for it to truly be a global platform. And you have a neat uh, uh, video of the globe that turns around and shows you have mediums all over the world, which is cool. Although since it's online, it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. All that matters is that uh, it's bringing together this community of mediums who um, really, I think, are enjoying working together, especially for those who are in far-flung places. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll get a new medium and I'll be like, yay, we got a new country. And then when, when I meet with that medium, they'll say, they don't know anyone else who does this work. Um, sometimes it's, they don't even use the term medium. They use a different term. So how do the people who are, the mediums who are new to very soul yes interact with other mediums on the platform other than a one-on-one -on -one reading are there any group meetings ever or gatherings uh you know we want to do more of that we we have a uh, 24 by 7 chat room that's open um okay that's so great you're working on the vibrancy of that uh sometimes that works well and sometimes it just becomes a place where a medium can sit with the energy of that <laughs> uh, <laughs> um we started having more um uh, experienced mediums come in and do talks um, for the group. And we're working on other ways to do more community kinds of things with the, with the mediums. But all those one-on-one -on -one practices, they get to know each other. They don't just do a practice. They do a practice and then they share their stories. Right. They bond, they connect, they you know exchange information and they stay connected. So yeah, 
Nice. And your goal, you had a number of readings by a certain date. I remember it was your initial mission. Yeah, a million readings over the next three years is that is our goal. And um, the numbers work. I'm a mathematician by background. I know the numbers work. I know it's feasible. Um, and I know if we can keep the trajectory that we have going at the speed that it's going, um, it's very doable. And I think that makes a big difference. Give a million people to have this kind of experience um, and to have their own sense of knowing, not because we tell them it's true, but because they experience it personally. I love that. This has been my goal from the beginning. When I first wrote the book, The Priest and the Medium, when I found out mediumship was real, before I even knew I was going to be a medium one day, this was early on my journey when my stepdaughter passed and I was gifted to find a medium who was credible and brought through evidence. I wanted the world to know this is real. And my mission was bring credibility to evidence-based mediumship. And this is what you're doing as well and spreading it around the world. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, there's a, there's a number of leaders that I've seen do, try to do this through Facebook groups, um, and they do a fantastic job of just making it real, making it human and keeping people, um, you know, informed and keeping people within some boundaries, um, you know, so we're not, um, you know, not doing unethical things. Yeah, um, you don't benefit financially at all from this. And, and not that you shouldn't, but I mean, this is the thing it is for, it's one of the very few things in this world that is not about the money is coming completely from the heart for reasons that serve the greater good. Fantastic. It, it's a mission-based organization and we are focused on delivering on that mission. Yeah. Well, there are plenty of, plenty of those. I shouldn't say that there aren't spiritual groups and church organizations that do that as well, but this is for mediumship, yeah. phenomenal and ethically done as well. I just love that. What haven't we covered? Um, you know, I just want to go back to the last point, I think. So the question, there's a couple of questions that I get regularly. One question is, why aren't you a nonprofit? Um, you know, why is this set up as a, as a public benefit corporation instead? And I just want to share that we do that so the mediums can get paid. Uh, we think the mediums earn the money and the medium should be able to get paid. Um, we, as a public benefit com company, we get to prioritize our mission over profits. And so it was a way for us to accomplish both, um, for us to be able to really focus on fulfilling that mission, but allow the mediums to get paid for their work. Um, so yeah. that's, that's one question that I get regularly. Okay. Another question that I get regularly, and this is, uh, this one kind of surprised me. It probably shouldn't have. Um, but, uh, when clients, uh, have their experience, it's, it's not only fulfilling, but it can also be very confusing for them. Um, and so we've just started putting, we just put together some Q and A's for the clients, uh, after their, for after their experience to help them. Absorb. You mean because they can't understand how did that person connect with my loved one? How did that, how could yeah. that possibly have been true? Uh, you know, I, I spent some time with a fellow, um, couple of weeks ago who came as an outreach client and he did a session and he had a phenomenal session. He, um, uh, he's a young man, he had lost his sister as a child and um, he told me I could share this story. Okay. Uh, he lost his, his sister as a child and um, things just were never the same after that. Um, his father recently had a near-death experience and his, near, his father 
was not the type of person who would ever talk about those kinds of things. That opened this young man up to the possibility of having a session. Oh, Came nice. to session. He was completely in awe of what happened, but he could not believe that it could be true. When and your worldview is challenged, you don't know how to process that. I see this all the time. Exactly. And and so he came to me and he said, you guys must have looked me up. You had my you had my email address. You, you must have looked me up. Right. Like, tell me, tell me that you looked me up. <laughs> and so we, we had a long conversation because I wanted to understand from the client's point of view, too. But I just had to help him, you know, understand how mediums do what they do, the kinds of experiences we all have. Like I, I didn't become a medium because I knew this from, you know, from birth. I had some accidental experiences that helped me understand that this is accessible and this is this is possible. Yeah. Um, anyways, we had a great we had a great conversation, and um, he taught me, and I taught him, and I think he walked back walked away feeling a lot better about his knowing. That is, it's actually it can be very upsetting for a medium when somebody says you look me up, and we wouldn't do that because our ethics are strong. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a compliment. Because it shows that you brought through information that they just can't figure it out. And it's our our task as mediums to say, it's because they're right here. They are still alive. They still exist just in a different state. And that is the beauty of mediumship to show that love never dies. Yeah. I salute you for that. See, wow. I, I tell my husband it's the opposite of his selective hearing, right? So <laughs> we have that conversation that a lot of people have, right? Why oh, yeah. Me when I've asked you for something, he's yeah. got a certain kind of selective hearing. I've got a heard that said in this household as well. <laughs> oh, Sally, give me just a second. I want to share something with people. Don't go away because I want to come back to you here. But uh, we're talking about evidence, and one thing I rarely talk about here in my podcast, but I want to let make sure everybody knows is that every month I have what's called the monthly connection webinar, and I share the latest evidence that has come through in my readings, and I have some knock your socks off from this past month that I love to share and the latest teaching and inspiration from spirit. And that's a community that gathers with me monthly for more information about that. Next one's uh, March 14th. I hope you can join me. Just check out the information on my website and many opportunities coming up in 2023 to meet me in person, a cruise to Alaska coming to, uh, I'm going to London, the Omega Institute in New York, Reno, Nevada to teach classes and teach all of us that it is possible for anybody, as Sally knows, to connect across the veil because we're doing it soul to soul. And you are a soul in a human body. You listening and watching right now, not just Sally and me. This is an ability that can be learned. Trust me. I did not see spirits my whole life. And now I sit down and using the tools that I love to teach people, you make a shift in consciousness and here they are. So Sally, parting words from you, whatever you'd like to share. I just want to, first, I want to say to you that you helped me have that first experience. It was in your class, two oh. months your class that I had my first purposeful experience. I don't think I was aware of that. That's an uh, honor. Uh, yeah. right, which, is, which is quite the feat given my analytic mind. I'll bet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but uh, beyond that, I, just, I, I really want to say to all the clients, come see us. Um, come give it a shot, have an experience. We're not here to tell you what to believe or anything like that. 
and to all of the people who are helping bring very soul to life, all the people who are coaching, all the people who are giving readings, all the people who are doing technology, providing support, such a great group effort. And this thing is, is only at the very beginning. That's what's so exciting. I, 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 I know I have said this multiple times throughout the program, but I cannot emphasize enough the integrity with which you've done this, the thoroughness, and it's so clear that it is spirit inspired. And I know you'll agree with me on this because of the way it's flowed, right? It's yeah. just, I'm sure you had little bumps along the way, but when you hit a wall, that's a sign that you're, you're not tuning in. And you all have just had so many beautiful experiences with this. And it's clearly a, a, a sign of the web of connections that I talk about with the awakened way teachings that we're part of one big web. And those in the spirit world want to be heard. They want you all to know we are right here. And very soul is a beautiful platform and community that will help people come to know this. One million readings will be done through very soul within the next three years. It's tremendous. Thank you, Sally, so much. You and the entire very soul team. Thank you, Suzanne. You're welcome. Wow. Did you have any idea anything like that existed out there? It's phenomenal. And I'm so honored to have been asked to be one of the advisors. So happy that the time has come to announce it and share it with the world. Please share this video and the podcast with friends because there's a reading, one free one waiting for you. And then from there on, if mediumship speaks to your heart, if you connect with your loved ones, a beautiful platform with trusted mediums. And for those of you who have been students of mine, students of any reputable medium, now you know a way to find ways to get good practice in. So hats off to Very Soul and Sally Hawk. Thank you all so much for joining us. We have exciting guests coming up. And so I'll see you right back here at the next episode. Take care. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.